sound you sound tired are you tired i'm tired i don't know why i'm so fucking tired is this the season doesn't help it doesn't help but what was your day like what 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 did tuesday look like for the ceo of multitude yeah yeah you know it wasn't all that strenuous i did go into the office and oh yeah uh, you got an office space Got an office space. Yeah, I had my first day in the office last Thursday, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, it's a little bit different after eight years or nine years of working remotely and like, you know, only going into the office, you know, every once in a while, you know, my old job. It's bizarre. It is bizarre to sit there in a cubicle and stare at a computer and feel like I should be on a schedule but i guess if i'm running a business i should probably treat it like a fucking business right i would argue that getting out of the house and getting into perhaps a slightly more structured kind of a professional working environment will only mean good things for the business side of of what you've got going on i think that i think that's a step in the right direction I agree. And the fact that it's like, I mean, it's like paying for an expensive gin membership, right? Um, I mean, it's not that much for, it's not as much as I thought it would be for an office. But if I were to like have a gym membership at Equinox with like all access to the juice bar, that's what it would about cost. And what I'm driving at is, all right, I'm there. What am I making of it? I'm paying. It's like I'm paying to make something of myself. Yeah, and I feel like when you're paying for that space, when you when you pay for anything that's a significant, you know, dollar amount, I feel right. like you're more inclined to try to get your use out of it. Uh, we talked last year about me doing cryotherapy, and you know, I was paying a decent little chunk of change for that. And after uh, after I felt like, you know, I wasn't really going as much. I wasn't getting my money's worth. It was, it was stupid to continue to pay. So when you're paying for something, you got to get your money's worth. And if it gets you out of the house and gets you moving and grooving a little bit, I think it's a good thing. I, I agree. And look, this is my third day in the actual office, I guess, or what, maybe fourth. Um, So I'm still getting used to things, but Right now, it does feel weird just to be sitting in in a cubicle of my own making. Um, but uh, you know, again, yeah, I, I think you're right. It's there's nothing outside of like losing some dollars and maybe learning a lesson about it. There's nothing bad that could come of this. Have you met any office neighbors or any? Has has it built any relationships? I know you had talked about kind of the networking aspect of things too. Could right. be a be a plus has has anything happened in the first three days in that kind of realm no fruit has been born yet in that realm now i have had i've had extended periods of focus much more than i have here at home which is great um but also just it's meant it's mentally like getting back into it getting back into the swing of a routine um, and I'm game for it. I'm game for it because the house and the office is tremendous. But there's always there's just something lacking. You know, I feel like I'm I'm around people. I hear calls. This girl in front of me who sits in the cubicle in front of me, I heard her talking about um, yesterday. All I did, she was talking about work streams. She's on, the, on a conference call. Well, we got to install this work stream. And do we have a work stream set up for that? We need some work streams um, for this. And then thinking oh wow she's like really plugged into the office lingo like it's kind of just a fancy word for process or a to-do right <laughs> like just put yeah. up a to-do i was gonna ask that's not a term that i necessarily am familiar with i didn't know if that's something i should know it's like a process right let's let's set up let's set up a process for this a work stream a way that work can stream forward 
And then even when she accidentally went off mute for like three seconds, the people she was talking with were saying like optimize and maximize. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is, these people really got that corporate lingo down. Yeah, I, I remember hating certain like words that you could tell that the bureaucrat, I don't know if bureaucrats is the right word, but like the powers a- that be would like to hear even in the teaching profession, there was things that me and my colleagues would say in an email. And I know this person in a talking face-to-face hallway kind of relationship. And there's no way that this is the way they speak. They're just doing it because they're on the work email. And it's one of the target words that they're like, liking to hear. Like, I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head. Uh, I hate the phrase circle back. I feel like that's a corporate mumbo jumbo kind of, work email yeah. kind of phrase uh i i that's one of them i like actually you do I like kinda, circle back i kind of like circle back because All it right. feels feels very colloquial which is just a corporate way of saying you know it's uh it's just very um friendly i think okay friendly and uh knowing but anyways uh casual casual but I, I get what you're saying I, I agree that there there is a language that is born within corporate walls and corporate meetings that is just funny and I, I think there's from being a business writer more or less for the last 16 years there's a language to fucking every industry it's it's fascinating but when you get into that like c-suite corporate level some of the stuff that they're using in these businesses are, it just sounds very robotic. And one thing that I, when I think of like jobs and work life. Um, oh, real their, quick, just yeah. in case the woman in front of me is listening to this. That's not to say you're not a vibrant, unique woman. You're just adopting the language of the man. And um, I, it was just an observation. Sure. Uh, what I was going to say was I, I think about working and I think when you're able to kind of beat who you truly are, if you're not having to change who you are on a day-to-day basis, like at home, when you're on the clock, I think that makes for a positive type of work environment. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm a pervert, I'm crude, I'm crass, and that's not, that doesn't mesh well with a teacher. So whenever I was, te- <laughs> whenever I was teaching, I wasn't really, I wasn't really being my true self. And if I had to talk to my boss, I had to use that, that education, almost a corporate type speak. I had to button it up, you know, there's a filter. There's a filter. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, in the barbecue world, I have not had to do that, that I get to pretty much be my true self in that job. And as we've talked about, I'm kind of chasing that dream of working on the radio on the TMA. And I finally got, I'm a finally kind of a part-time official employee now. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Super exciting dream come true. But, uh, on my first, the day after it's my like a part-time first, dream come true, it's yeah, a dream that like, has part-time come true. I'm not in full rim sleep dreaming <laughs> of this dream coming true yet, but I right. dream off and, it's the latency part where you're falling, you've fallen asleep, you've gotten there. Yeah. But you haven't quite gotten deep into that sleepy dream of yours. Yeah. But uh, I feel like I took some melatonin. I took a <laughs> shot of NyQuil and that deep, just hard sleep is coming. <laughs> but after my I'm first- I'm excited for you, man. I think it's, yeah, tell, tell me about it. So last week, uh, the show- went to Jamaica. They kind of had right, a trip. Right. Yeah. What so, were they doing there? Um, I think really it's just, if, if I'm being frank, I think it's probably a partnership um, between the resort, the family of resorts, which is uh, Sandals, and uh, probably some sort of marketing firm who works with Hubbard radio. radio. Because gotcha. uh, they took the show down there and they did the show down there on uh, Monday and Tuesday. And I know that there was a large handful or two of other stations from around the country that were doing the same thing. 
And in exchange for these radio people coming down, um, I think they do a lot of mentioning of the resort and it's, it's a good commercial for the resort for, That's for the listeners. For um, I, I know for TMA, there is a, a giveaway attached to it that they're giving away to any sandals resort. So I think it's a marketing deal with the resorts and uh, you know, radio stations from across the country. So they went down and they did the show. Their whole crew went down and did the Monday and Tuesday show, but they needed somebody to be in St. Louis in the studio. What's called home running base. the board. Yeah. Home Operator. Base. Getting them on and off the air, uh, commercial breaks, playing the, the automated stuff that plays in the commercial volume levels, computer stuff, all the technical kind of behind the scenes stuff. Somebody had to do that. Yeah. And, when I heard you were doing this, by the way, I, I was yeah. telling my wife about it and we were having visions that what if it didn't work out and he had to fill the dead air space with his own monologues and uh, all of a sudden Hubbard Radio is just flush with advertisers. Now that would be some deep rim sleep dreams coming true. That would be like a coup almost. And that, that reminds me of day two. I'll tell you about that in a second. You're not far off from something like that ending up Ooh. happening. Yeah. A little tease there. Working uh, the boards. So on the first day, uh, Monday, I had like one show's worth of training and it wasn't rocket science, but you know, you got to pay attention and you got to make sure you, you, all the things are done right. Um, so I had my first day went off pretty well. If I was grading myself, I, I told the guys I gave myself an A minus like a 92%. Wow. Yeah. Not bad, but there, you know, I didn't have to, to put A-minus. out any, yeah, pretty, pretty good for the first day, but not flawless. What would that be on an ACT score? Like if you had to give yourself an ACT score, uh, 26, I think that'd be closer to a 28 for an ACT score. Doesn't that go up to 36? Yeah. Yeah. It's a score where like you're happy. You did a pretty good job for your first time, but there's definitely room for improvement. So yeah, probably somewhere in that 26 okay. to 27. Range. Let's say 27. Yeah. So we were talking about being able to talk to your bosses in a non-corporate speak kind of way. Mm-hmm. And I uh, later on that afternoon, I got a text from Tim, the the main guy of the show. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Hey, great job today. How'd you, how did it go on your end? And I answered him in a way that the real me would answer. I didn't corporate speak like I would have with my principal. <laughs> right. And I told the guy, I go, I think it went pretty well. I'll be honest. My B hole was a little puckered there at the beginning, but once I got you guys on the air, I knew it was all good to go. <laughs> he and probably I just, loved it, it. Yeah. And it's just one of those little things that's like, it's, it's a breath of fresh air to just, I didn't like plan that out and type it trying to be cute or funny. I didn't, you know, I just, whatever, that's how I felt. My butthole was a little puckered. And it was just, I thought about it. I'm like, man, that's kind of refreshing to be able to just fire off that text to a coworker slash superior. And it's like, that's just, that's cool. Do your job. You are who you are. And so that, that I just, I remember that being kind of refreshing. Uh, but on day two, um, so on my left in the studio, there's a computer that uh, one of the guys had like set up and put everything in automation. So old segments were playing. Uh, commercials peppered in there. And once it just flows right to the next, it's all just set to do on its own. And when the last commercial starts going into the show open, I have to click this button that is uh, to take it from automatic to manual. That way it stops playing in order. Mm -hmm. So, um, there's a couple things playing and the, the clock is down under two minutes. And all of a sudden I lose contact with the show from Jamaica. I could hear them before we were communicating and all of a sudden I, it's nothing. It's radio silence. Wow. So commercials are playing and I get, a text from, I get a text from the kid. He's like, can you hear us? I'm like, no, I got nothing. And I look over and this clock's ticking down and he's like, all right, I'm going to walk you through the steps to get us back on. And for a moment there, as I watch this clock ticking down, I'm thinking, okay, there's two options here. 
either either <laughs> I quickly in the library of files find an old segment and load it into this automation so that after the commercial it goes into a best of segment or I go on the air lone wolf oh my gosh how much time is on the clock at this point I would say we're when I'm having a a minute I was gonna say a minute wow you know history history is really defined by very specific moments and I feel like within this minute your history could have could be changed well, I think I made the right decision because I, my thought process was if I, I, what I should probably do is buy us some time. I'm going to pick out a segment. I'm going to throw it on. That way I right. know something is playing. Not but nothing the, dead air. Right. The, the bold decision was hit the show, open music. And then I just take it and I say, Hey, we're going through some tough. And then I'm hosting the beginning of this show all alone. Oh my gosh. What a, that's a dream, which is exhilarating. Yeah. Terrifying. But my thought was, okay, if I'm flying this plane alone, I'm not going to be able to do that while simultaneously via text or FaceTime, fix it. I got to fix it. Fixing it was the top priority. So I threw on a segment. It started playing. And then I get the kid on FaceTime and he's telling me what buttons to hit and levers and to like reset the connection. And within a minute or two, I get us back on the air or I get us, I get back in connection with them. So then they're like, all right, hit pause on that segment that's playing and hit the show open. So I do that. And instead of like a smooth transition, like at the end of something and that I just, it went, it was like, like a hard edit, like middle, right, sen- right in the middle of someone's spouting off. Yeah. Which is what I was told to do. So I did it. I hit it. I hit the show open music and they came on four or five minutes late, something like that. Uh, it was no fault of mine. In fact, I, I think I, I was curious my- who's, whose heads are going to roll. Um, it was just one of those things. I mean, you got a connection a couple thousand miles away. It's just one of those, I guess, technological things that kind of bit us in the ass. It was nobody's fault, but, uh, the kid Jackson, who's the producer of the show that was down there. And I, uh, I, you know, I had my face. Yeah. And, uh, he walked you through a work stream to get back on the air. And it's, it's dramatic. It's a dramatic comparison but this is what i've described how it felt as i'm watching that clock tick down and i'm having to run this board and get it back on track which is something i i mean i wasn't i was trained on how to do everything smoothly there was no training for things going wrong so i felt like i was macgyver trying to disarm this bomb before the clock got down to zero and like I said, we did it. Um, they got, you know, it came back on a few minutes late. Uh, the shows were good. Um, a lot of, I didn't do any of the social media. They were doing it from down there, but we got some good social media stuff out there to try to grow those accounts, get some new eyes on stuff. Um, so it was a blast. I got, you know, I've worked for them for free for a little bit. This was my first experience getting paid. I have a key fob that gets me in the building. I, I'm on the phone list, despite what one of the guys, Iggy, wants to say. I am a, I'm an employee of Hubbard Radio, and there's nobody that can deny that. Uh, no, not in this country. So um, yeah, it was it was it was a great couple of that's days. An exciting. That's an exciting uh, moment that you had there, though. Yeah, and the, they told me like the week before when I was training. Uh, since I'm hired on and I'm part-time now, uh, they're like, well, can you be on call with, you know, a a fine amount of notice? And I was like, yeah, you know, I got some flexibility in my job. My boss is cool. He knows I'm chasing a dream here. So it sounds like I'm like the sixth man. I'm like the first guy off the bench. So, uh, Thursday and Friday, one of the hosts is out of town. So I already know I'm going in on Thursday and Friday. So I got a couple days at the end of this week. Hey. I was I was on my way to work yesterday, Monday morning. 
Um, and I get a text at six 30 from Tim. He's like, Hey, can you come in today on an emer- in an emergency role? And it, there was just no shuffling I could do. I had to be, uh. I was open in the kitchen. So I had to tell those guys no for the first time. And I would have loved to have gone, but sugar fire right now is my main job. My loyalty is to them and I couldn't That's... put them in a bad spot. So had to tell them, no, hopefully they just real, I mean, hopefully just made him realize, Hey, we should just bring this guy on. So we get, we're just ready. We don't have a, we don't have to make a unnecessary call. Well, I mean, they're excited to, uh, they're looking for chances and it's nice. To, it's nice when you step up like that and step in that when you see someone be like, Oh, Oh, I don't have to worry about this as much anymore because there's someone else who can, who can handle this and let me do my other stuff. So that's a great sign that people are already coming in. I mean, you were, you were like, you were like the, the Manu Ginobili of AM radio. I will take that comparison. That dude was a beast back, you know, handful dozen years ago or something, but it, you know, my my bailiwick is the social media stuff. Yes. Uh, but now I've been taught and I know how to do the board operator position. So now that opens up some doors where if that dude's sick or something, I can do that job. Um, yeah, it's it's just good to be able to know how to do a, some different. I'm vers- I like to be versatile. You're versatile. You're a versatile so, man. Yep. So that's, that's what's going on with that. Cool. Hey, we both got key fobs last week. How about that? Key fob boys. Key, they call us the key fob boys. Hashtag key fob boys. Speaking of boys, we talked last episode about our quest for hot boy summer 2.0. We mm-hmm. coined the phrase clean your basket. Mm-hmm. Um, that was about a week ago. Um, actually, I think we're at either 10 or 11 days now. Um, so how's your basket so far this, this week? Um, so far this week, my basket is kind of, I wouldn't say filthy, but it's, um, it's collected a little residue. It's collecting some residue. My basket is in, I don't know what to point to or blame it on, whether it's outside forces or inside forces, but, um, Maybe even just talking about it uh, with you on the last episode, it like brought things into focus. We're going, all right, bring the mental along with the the physical, because that's what that's the goal. Hot boy summer, right? You got to 2.0. You got to bring you can't just bring the physical. You got to add the mental side to it. Yeah. So I've been um, struggling to lock down both uh ever since and i'm wondering if it's a matter of getting used to this new office routine um you know i'm still trying to uh trying to get out of january doctor's appointments and everything like i set up all these you know appointments where i feel like obligations i don't know am i just making excuses it could be that too um i'm trying i'm trying but my my mantra in february is going to continue to be uh, make small promises. Okay. 1% better every day. 1% better. And if that's just a matter of continuing to floss, great. Or uh, I don't know. Well, I, I agree. 1%. 1% is manageable. The How are you doing in this situation? What's the hydration I think, You know what? Situation? I think that's why I'm beating myself up because I haven't hit any hydration goals since we last spoke. Need to clean that basket, son. How are you doing? Your basket doing, is fucking spick and span, isn't it? Yeah, I've I've cleaned my basket every day uh since we started. I think I'm on day it's either 10 or 11. I've done my my two a day workouts every day. One of those has been outside, just going for walks. So getting outside, getting some fresh air, getting some vitamin D. So I feel good in that regard. Um, I've reined the diet in significantly, uh, no sweets, uh, pretty minimal carbohydrates, no fries, no bullshit like that. Um, drinking my gallon of water every day. Um, 
I've stayed consistent with my morning cold plunges. So uh, I've done That's that impressive. every. Yeah, I've done that every day. The it's been nice here in St. Louis the last couple of days, so the water's warmed up slightly. But there was a couple of days. I think the coldest day that I did, I did. Uh, it was 17 degrees outside, <sighs> and the water was 33. I had to take a sledgehammer to the ice with a little bit of force behind it to break it up. Um, and yeah, I made it the full five minutes. I have not gone less than five minutes on a couple of these warmer days. I've gone seven minutes. So I did seven minutes this morning. Incredible. What, what is the limit of what's even safe to do? Um, I don't, I'm not really sure. I, I would not with, with this cold as it is, I wouldn't think, uh, I, th- I think 10 minutes would be pushing too much. Oh, I'm almost lost you there. Uh, Ooh. Can, Let's, can you hear me? Need to, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, inter- um, just a quick Google search. 15 minutes is the absolute uh, zenith, I believe, for pushing your body into an ice bath. Yeah. And that, I mean, five minutes, a couple of those days, the five minutes has been a struggle. Full disclosure, um, after about day two or three, when it got super cold, I, the toes were the worst part. There was one day where uh, I could barely feel my feet walking in from outside. So uh, a couple of those really, really cold days, I threw on some like white, uh, like tube socks, just that kind of went up to about upper ankle, just below the calf just to give the toes a little comfort so I could get through it. Um, but yeah, I feel good. Those are pretty invigorating. Um, I said, I wanted to do 30 straight days of them. So I'm about a little over a third of the way through. Um, it's not to the point where I like look forward to it. I'm not going to make it sound like I'm like, yeah, time to do it. But Mm -hmm. there's been a couple of days where I've had to, to force, uh, myself, to do it, but I think that was kind of the the point of That's doing sort of it the anyway. Point. Yeah, and it was kind of those like make small promise things that you mentioned. It was just kind of a promise to myself that I was going to do this every day for thirty days. So uh, yeah, been doing that, been keeping up with that. Uh, yeah, feeling pretty good. So um, my basket feels pretty clean when we when we get done recording here at some point tonight. I got to get outside and do. A 45 minute outdoor workout. So, uh, the, I just got to finish out that last corner of today's basket to really get the grime out. Wow. You're an inspiration. I don't know about that. I I just, I don't know if I would be, I would not be surprised if, um, the people in sun city, our listeners in sun city. Yeah. Uh, Sun City Sun Park, City maybe Center. Yeah, Sun City Center, Florida. I think it is. Uh, if our listeners in Sun City Center, Florida, aren't just like, just like, inspired right now, I would, I'd be very surprised. Uh okay. We're gonna get vulnerable here for a second. Uh-oh. Uh Uh, Friday night, I was off work. I had kind of committed to just having a lazy, just me night at the house. Mm-hmm. It was the first night of legal recreational marijuana in the state of Missouri. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I had half of a psychedelic chocolate bar, um, left over from a couple weeks ago. And I thought, you know what? Let's 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 just really dive into the couch tonight. So I I ate this chocolate bar and I believe I sent you a video of yeah. what I what state I was in about 45 minutes after that. Um how did it go from there? Cuz you you were about to crack yourself up. Yeah, I could barely get through even saying that sentence to you in that video, but after the chocolate bar, I smoked uh, a joint uh, my first legal Missouri joint. Hey, congratulations. 
and this is purely anecdotal, but I feel like perhaps uh, THC kind of lessens the uh, effects of the uh, the other stuff. Um, but I will say, and this is what I was, this was the point I started. I don't know if self-loathing is the right word, Mm. but I started to get super self-conscious about my social media activity. Interesting. Uh, cause you brought up like inspiring the people in sun city center, Florida, and you know, I had been posting daily videos of myself doing these cold plunges. And, you know, when I was doing 75 hard the first time, I posted some stuff and some progress pics and some workout videos. And in my Friday night psychedelic THC endeavor, I started to really like get mad at myself about posting all that stuff. Well, I started you, to, was it like a self-conscious feeling or... It was either that or like feeling self-conscious about it or more of like, uh, like trying to check my ego almost, which I didn't really, I don't really find myself as being egotistical. If anything, I'm more self-deprecating than, than egotistical, but I started to feel like take that shit down or stop doing that. Nobody gives a shit about this. Who do you think you are? You know, you know, I was just like beating myself up. It's just this other version of you coming out. Yeah. So, and actually I had, uh, that earlier that evening, I had posted a link to our latest episode and in my like self loathing, who do you think you are? You're nobody. Like nobody cares about this shit kind of feeling I was in. I went and deleted the post with the link to our last episode. I've I've done that before. And I just, I don't fully understand it. I don't know if like, I don't know if the truth was coming out in that mindset Mm. or if I was being too hard on myself, but it was really like, people don't care about this. What are you posting this for? Like I was, I was, I was disappointed in myself. I woke up feeling better about it, but I stopped posting the daily plunge videos. I'm not posting any gym stuff. It was just like, I don't know. It was a weird feeling. I didn't like the way I was feeling about myself that night. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder what took over and you, you said you woke up feeling okay. Yeah. Like I woke up like and you, I, you didn't look, wake up and were like, had had a problem with it, but you still, you still stopped posting about it. Uh, yeah. I haven't posted anything on socials, uh, in really any capacity since then. Um, yeah. And I'm not like, I don't, I think we, I think you and I both know that this little podcast that we do is nothing to write home about in terms of. It's terrible. This is a terrible piece of shit podcast. Yeah. So it's not like, I think I'm, I'm on some big dick podcast or anything. (laughs) You know, it's not not like about to take over a morning show that you've been dreaming about for 20 plus years. Yeah. So I, it's not an ego thing where I, it was like, Hey, everybody look at this top 10 podcast. It's Joe Rogan and Caller daddy and pardon my take and the big if. So I don't know why I beat myself. I, I love coming on here and BSing with you. Uh, it's fun to do. And I, you know, I want, I, I hope people go listen. I hope they find it entertaining. I do, but I, I don't know why I, beat I do myself. hope they find it entertaining. Yeah. Sorry. I, no, but I just, I wonder why I, I was so hard on myself. And most of it was like, almost like a check in your ego sort of feeling, which caught me off guard because I don't feel like there is, especially right now, like if anything, my self-confidence right now is lower than it was at this time last year, uh, just from a, a mental health standpoint, a physical health and positive self-image standpoint. So self confidence is lower now than it was at this point last year. Yeah, I would. I think so, actually. Um, yeah. So I don't know what I don't know what that was about. I I, I would like. Mm. I probably need to see like a, a shrink or something and have them <laughs> diagnose that. But if there's any shrinks listening that are big ifsters, uh, write us at 
thebigifpod at gmail.com. And you can also check us out now at thebigifpod on Instagram, um, where you will be taking any of psychological advice. But uh, I think it, it would be interesting to speak with someone and hear about that because you're obviously, um, it's funny, it's funny, like humans are the only brains that are capable of like having a thought and then having like a counterpoint of that thought, like animals just, they just go straight for it. Whatever their yeah. thought is, go for it. But when you, when you have that ability to like form your sense of identity or something that you think part of you thinks is like, no problem. What, no problem with this. And then all of a sudden this other piece of your identity that came out of thin air starts attacking the other guy and you're like, what's going on? Um, I, I don't post much in social media, um, very often at all, probably to my detriment. Cause I'm trying to get, I'm trying to build a business, but, uh, oh man, it is, it is like, it's weird. Like the relationship, I think that, um, I have to like, likes on social media or seeing how many people looked at a story or something. There's a weird sense of validation that I get from it, but I don't necessarily like myself for liking that validation. Absolutely. You are hitting that nail on the head for a second straight episode. (laughs) Hammers of Truth, part two. And it's tough because this dream job that I'm chasing is in the social media field. And when I like, you know, before we recorded, I made another, uh, I made another TikTok from a, a segment from this morning's show and I posted it and, you know, it's, I'm counting likes and I'm counting views and I'm hoping for a lot of views. And I don't like that part of it but it's like collateral damage it kind of comes along with the with the territory i feel like it's hard to just hit it's hard to just hit post and then walk away and just like okay it's you know whatever what it does it does oh yeah if you can if you can do that then there's probably something a little bit wrong with you <laughs> I, yeah that there's probably people out there that just hit hit like you have or, no shame whatsoever um you just do not give a shit which there's also probably something incredibly healthy with that um but yeah uh, look didn't you say uh several episodes back it was something like um relevance is currency, currency. yeah so continuing to post is equals relevance or it leads yeah. to relevance right you can't maintain it without so you've got no currency you know um and what is a fucking influencer even these days like if i could all right if i were to yeah i see you pointing at yourself <laughs> i have another story to tell you but go and i know that you you actually have had people who like want to come take photos with you because of what you do um but at some point, I don't know. I'm and like, I saw some video, some girl like doing a TikTok dance in a Costco today. <laughs> recording it. Yeah, recording it. And it was super cringy. And you're thinking, who are you influencing? Like, is the, are the quality of people that you're influencing worth this? Like, what, what is, the point of being an influencer if you if you don't have respect for the people you're influencing i don't know i don't you know what i'm saying and maybe maybe this girl really wants maybe she's hitting just the right target for her and there's a community built around her and everything's going great but when i'm looking at this i'm going who's she influencing who's your favorite influencer my favorite influencer uh, well, you are. I appreciate that, but a real one. Um, probably this. The first one that popped to mind was this guy named uh, Joe Sasto, who's like a celebrity chef. Okay. Um, but I've never purchased anything because of him, like saying that he worked with it. Um, so 
I maybe he's my favorite influencer, but I'm now I'm curious who's my most effective influencer. Can you answer that? No, I can't think of, I can't, I'm trying to think of like someone who was wearing something or do. Okay. I know it is. I know it's out there. Um, it probably, it's probably not even, it's probably not someone in the public sphere. It's like, who made you, who made you purchase that bidet? Who's the tushy influencer? Um, I would say if I had to name someone, probably Kimber, I guess, but it's not as though it wasn't hasn't been on my mind. Um, I think she just kind of, you know, that conversation pushed me over the top. So you two influenced the purchase of that bidet. Huh. Have you heard of have you heard of uh the TikToker two turnt Tony? No. He's probably my favorite influencer. I'll have to send you a link of his. But okay, I got a DM last week. Yeah. From a from a company. Did I share this with you? You mentioned something about um about your influencership. So, I get a DM from this company on Instagram and it is a company called Oklahoma Smokes. Are you with Ooh. me? Oklahoma Smokes. You know, uh, there's a song called Them Oklahoma Boys Roll Their Joints All Wrong. Who's that by? Oh, shit. I'm such a fraud for not knowing immediately, but keep going. I'll look it up. So I had never heard of this company, um, but they send me a DM on Instagram and it says, Hi, we really enjoy your TikToks on Cali Sober. And we were wondering if you'd be interested in trying out our newest product. Their CBD pre-rolls for those looking for the same calming smoke and ritual, but without the fog, anxiety, and high. Would love to send you a pack to enjoy if you'd be interested in trying them out. Hmm. So what I is said, this California Pinchies that they found you on? What is it? California Sober. California Sober. Okay, yeah, I've made a couple of TikToks that- and not in a while, but... I think I might have hashtagged some old TikToks with California sober, which is when you don't drink, but you smoke. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. So I said, sure, I'll try them. And they say, uh, great. Um, would you be interested in sharing on your TikTok? I said, sure, I'll review them on there. They said, what's your address? And I sent them my address. And just a couple of days ago, I got my Oklahoma Smokes CBD pre-rolls <laughs> oh my in the mail. Gosh. Wait, is same, this... Same is this... smoke, better feelings, clear mind, stay focused. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Sneezins is pleasings. Get mellow without the high is what it says on the box. <laughs> I love that line. It's THC free hemp flower and they are cbd pre-rolls <laughs> i bet there is some trace amount of thc in there but uh i love their packaging i uh, love their lines <clears throat> love the branding um ladies and gentlemen we're gonna break a rule here this was pretty much a free ad that they just got yeah Ooh, you know what i, I mean, you could smoke one right now and and, and uh you know should we do an Oklahoma Smokes commercial right here on let's, the pod? Let's do an Oklahoma Smokes commercial to um, round out this episode and see if uh, see if it leads somewhere. Oh, look! Look at that nicely rolled pre-roll. Excellent! Okay, so we, excellent! We have, wow! We've got a half gram pre-roll here. It looks it looks like, like it's got a little cardboard filter on it. Yep. Yeah. Um, it looks Love like it. any normal pre-roll joint that you would find. Very uh, smooth. Fingers did not roll that pre-roll. That was machine rolled. Obviously doesn't smell like marijuana. I don't really have a word to describe what I'm getting on the smell, but here we Earthy, go. Is it herbaceous? Um, cheesy? Uh, mushroomy? Not cheesy. No, just earthy kind of... Um, Clay? A little herby. A little herby. A little herbace. A little herby. All right. 
Okay, here, here we, we go. go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Oklahoma Joe's CBD. No, I'm sorry. Oklahoma Smokes CBD pre-rolls. Forgive me, Oklahoma Smokes. Um, CBD pre-rolls. And my co-host just took the first draw. Um, what was that exhale like? What does it taste? What do you, um, how is the draw in? Talk to me about the actual smoke itself. It is very, very smooth. Ooh. There's nothing, there's absolutely nothing harsh about it. Mm. Oklahoma smokes. I just took another pretty big draw off of it, and uh, there's absolutely... There's absolutely no feeling like I need to cough. I was just going to ask. I noticed that you're taking large draws and you're not coughing. This is like, uh, and there's no THC in this, as I understand. Is that? No, this is is THC free. Yeah. Wow. So it's got a nice smooth draw, very herbaceous, well-rolled pre-roll, came in a beautiful box. Hemp flower. Oh my gosh. What else are you experiencing right now? You well, look stoic. You look mellow without being high. I was gonna say there, there there's no uh like psychoactive kind of feeling as you're taking these big drags off of it. No doubt about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Oklahoma smokes, ladies and gentlemen. I do feel, you know, I've tried to to make a comparison here on Cause it's not like I'm ready to just melt into the chair and just okay, yeah. Right. Um, right. I didn't I didn't get hit with a, a tranquilizer or anything, which is good. I don't want that. It's good, man. And they're right about like the ritual. They mentioned something about the ritual. Like the ritual. Tell me more about the ritual. Like uh if you were trying to abstain from marijuana or THC, but you just still had some sort of like oral fixation or there, if going through the motions of like, you know, I think a lot of people that smoke yeah. cigarettes say that it's not so much about the cigarette. It's the ritual of smoking the cigarette and hand to mouth. Yeah. It's having a trigger that triggers the desire and it just comes and you immediately want to, uh, do something. So I could see where if you were trying to abstain from smoking some of the other stuff, where this could scratch that itch a little bit. There is something about the ritual of lighting this pre-roll up here. So you can scratch that itch without the scratch in your throat, is what you're telling me. For sure. There's nothing, there's no negative, there's nothing negative about the feel in the mouth. The the feeling in the back of the throat, um, it doesn't mm. feel like it's like burning like super hot. Where it's like, like you know, sometimes you'll smoke a joint or smoke something. You can tell like, ooh, that's fucking hot. Mm-hmm. This is just this is a nice, calm, easy burn. Mm. Easy burn. Hey, you heard it here first, uh, folks. Whether you live in Belgium, whether you live in Sun City Center, whether you live in Oklahoma. If you smoke Oklahoma smokes, you will be more handsome. You will be smarter. You will be uh, maybe those first true aren't, aren't aren't necessarily true, but you will be more mellow without the high. I and do it feel like mellow. a nice mellow smoke. Sure. Yeah, I do feel kind of just. I wish I would have done this at the beginning of the pod. I think. I think it would have been good to like hit this Get lead in off. Early. Yeah, hit lead off with the Oklahoma smoke CBD pre-roll and then just kind of be mellow and for the conversation. I like this a lot actually. I love it. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. In what in what circumstances could you see yourself just lighting up a nice a nice firm perfectly pre-rolled Oklahoma smoke? I got a great one for you. Hit me. Uh, I work in a restaurant, um, maybe restaurant industry. That's, that's fast paced, a lot of stress. Your days are never the same. Yeah. So I'm picturing like we open at 11, 
Maybe we got a, a big opening rush, uh, mm-hmm. line out the door, and we're going balls to the wall for like the first hour and a half, two hours. Maybe you've had a difficult customer uh, to, to deal with, uh, one or two of those in the shift. Uh, the first hour and a half, two hours of your shift has really just punched you right in the face. Oh, gosh, that sounds awful. The rush is over. Things have kind of cleared out. You can kind of catch your breath a little bit. Go use the restroom. Maybe, hey, tell your coworker, hey, I'm going to take five. I need I'm five. I'm going to step out. I'm going to step out. And you want to go out and you want something that'll just kind of be calm and mellowing. Uh, but you don't want to, you don't want to fuck, you don't want to mess with your head for when you go back inside. You're not trying to go to work all stoned, but you right. would like a little mellowing out. I could see where if you go out, you just take five, take 10 minutes, uh, during your shift, uh, grab one of these Oklahoma smoke CBD pre-rolls and, uh, have this, you're not going to come in smelling like cigarettes or smelling like weed. You're not going to have any sort of mental fog because you're stoned. Um, you're just going to be a little more relaxed, a little more calm, a little more uh, go with the flow. I feel very go with the flow right now. Wow. God damn, that is fucking endorsement. It's kind of like they roll the mellow in so that so you, you can, can mellow, mellow out. out. Oh, my God. I saw where you were going with that. Oklahoma like smokes. Give us a call. Oklahoma um, smokes. We roll the mellow in, so you so you can mellow can out. Mellow out. <sighs> My gosh. Um, one thing has been bothering me a little bit. Um, do you feel the name Oklahoma smokes is more like a point of origin or just a declaration? Oklahoma smokes. Yeah, like, like Oklahoma oh, these are smokes is from Oklahoma. the noun and the smokes is the verb. It's like just a, a two-word yeah, sense, Oklahoma smokes. Or, or are you too mellow to even worry about having to interpret that stuff right now? Uh, I'm not worried about it, but I am just kind of curious now. So I am going to take a look and see if the packaging tells me anything. Um, when you're going balls to the wall... What do you do to calm down? Oklahoma smokes. We put the mellow in so you can mellow out. Clip that one. I off, think, I, yeah, we'll clip that. That might be <laughs> one of our first Instagram posts. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, but well, uh, for real, I, think, I like them. I, uh, I think this it, is great. I, I'm, not, maybe. I'm not trying to quit smoking weed. I will continue to smoke weed. But I like these. And maybe if you're trying to smoke less weed or there's a time where you just can't for whatever reason have a get get smoke weed. I I could see where this could scratch that itch and help you mellow out. Well, I love the idea of the ritual. I think they've got a great visual brand going. It sounds like and looks like from all all appearances. It is an excellent experience. So it, out of how many ifs would you give this uh, Oklahoma smokes? Uh, out of five or out of 10? Um, just how many ifs, I guess. Um, I'm going to give it 9.1 ifs. Ooh, 9.1 ifs. That's a yeah. hell of a score. I'm happy with these, man. These are cool. Uh, wow, this is crazy. On the box, it says it has THC wicking technology. <laughs> that is amazing. And that's a callback. Um, that is a callback for any of you real big ifsters out there. Um, I think, uh, what are we about an hour into this? Yeah. Is this a good place to shut it down after the Oklahoma smokes commercial? I think so. I think, you know, there's, if I could maybe just put one more call to action out there. Um, uh, let me do three calls to action. Yeah. One, follow us on our new Instagram account at the big if pod on Instagram yeah. Two, mm-hmm. email us about whatever's on your mind at the big if pod at gmail.com. 
I'd love to hear from somebody. I'd like to do, you know, it'd be fun is if we had somebody, if we could do like a mailbag segment. Yeah. Questions from the audience. Big ifs from out there. Yeah, I love it. Someone, someone email us a question. Someone. If you, if the first person to email us any question whatsoever, we will read it aloud on the next big if. I would love to do that. Uh, Yeah, the big if pod. That's where you can find us all over the place. Yeah. Can I tell you one thing real quick? Oh, yeah, of course. So Saturday was opening day for season three of the circle on discord. Oh, are we on? Is it time? Are you uh, active? So I woke up and I knew it was coming. It's not like I, they surprised the date on me, but I wake up Saturday and I look at my phone and I see that there's like the first message is like, all right, guys, get ready for the chaos. There's 20 of you and 20. the game's on. And then I look in the chat and there is 238 unread messages. Oh my gosh. So that's like, that's like early AOL public chat room days. Like that's a lot of messages coming in. And I opened it and I used my finger and it took about nine, just real hard, like price is right spins with my finger (laughs) to get back up to the top of where the chat started. Uh-huh. And I decided that I just could not dedicate my life to this again right now. And I deleted the app <laughs> and I mess I messaged I, I was gonna just ghost it, but I don't like doing that shit. In fact, it did kind of I felt like a piece of shit for a while. But I'm I finally messaged her because she had messaged me like, So are you are you playing? You might want to get in there. And then she's like, So are you playing? And I messaged her and I said, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm working two jobs right now. And I just, I cannot dedicate what, I would not be a good player for this game right now. So yeah, I'm going to have to bow out. Wow. You Andrew lucked it. Yeah. And I just, (laughs) I, I don't have time or desire in my life to talk to 20 real people let alone have to get to know 19 fake people right. for a game online and you saw firsthand how this can consumed my life the last and there go were around. only there were only what 12 people so, yeah like, total something like that across yeah. the whole thing 20 is crazy yeah and she's she had told me she's like too many this, se- this season's gonna be fucking nuts and I just, I I had a lot of fun last time, but with everything with job situations right now and relationship situations right now and just mental health right now, playing in that game was not a priority. And if you got 20 other people, me dropping out ain't affecting the game. I think you made the right decision. I know I made the right decision. In fact, I figured she was just going to be all pissy at me with that, which it doesn't matter. I don't even know her in real life. But I got a message maybe yesterday that was like, so are you still too busy? I could I could use another player or some shit like that, because I think she had a handful of people drop out. And I I responded today. Finally, I'm like, "Uh, yeah, I'm still busy. 36 hours after I told you I was too busy. Life didn't just (laughs) clear up. But she's well, she's been super cool and super nice to me. So I did feel bad, but it just it's not in the cards right now. It's not an important part of what D'Angelo's life is right now. You know, the the only there's only really one group of people who lose in this scenario that I can see. And that is the gay fishing community, the one that you were signing up to represent. And the one that continues to be massively underrepresented. I mean, they're treading water. I was looking very forward to doing this to Jason and through Jason. To Jason. <laughs> uh, and it would have been he good who shall not be Jason. Yeah, I forgot about that. We'll bleep that out in post. But I just, I couldn't, like I said, couldn't do it. 
I was in no mood for it. And, you know, maybe we'll catch him on a season down the road. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you'll be invited back. And did you have to, uh, did you have to record like a going away thing or were you not even like in the initial? I mean, I think my bio page got posted, but no, there was nothing. I, and had she asked me to do so, I would have said, no, I, I am out clean break. Nice. Well, well, we just lost probably all of our listeners in Sun City Center, Florida, but that's okay. Um, You'll catch him on season four Discord or maybe even season six of the actual circle on Netflix. Um, Until then, Ifsters, really appreciate you uh, listening in. We love you guys. Um, Go out, get yourself a big old pack of Oklahoma Smokes where they roll mellow in. So you can mellow out. Gosh, every product should have you endorsing it. Well, I think I think we're onto something here. Where if you can get some people to send you products, we'll talk. We'll talk about them at length in a very audio clippable format for these brands. I mean, it's a goldmine. Yeah, I I am I I am easily persuaded. So you see, we don't me, say no. We do never said no. Yeah. Any, they could have been like, I don't think it mattered what they sent me. Hey, will you smoke this? Yeah, I'll try it. <laughs> well, um, great. And I think we've got, a we've got, we've got, we're onto something here. All right, buddy. Always great to catch up. Thanks. Likewise. Follow us Thanks, on Instagram. Yep. If you later.